Welcome to SEOconspiracy.com. Today is a big day, my friend. You're going to learn how to give Google what it wants. Why do you deserve to be number one and stay number one for your favorite keywords on Google? How can you be relevant on a topic? And even if I'm stretching it for some of you, yeah, how do you become famous on the internet? That's the one single question that we need to answer today. And we're even going to go beyond just SEO, especially SEO desktop version. We're going to integrate a strong SEO layer within a global content marketing strategy. But first, let me get inside your head for a couple of minutes. Because I've been there. I started SEO in 2004 and I've seen it all. So are you afraid to wake up and you know, see all your, your traffic, uh, your ranking dropped? Uh, do you hear like one truth about SEO and then a couple of minutes later you hear like the exact opposite? Uh, do you struggle like to find the right means uh, to, uh, to reach your goals? Do you, do you learn so much stuff? Are you so advanced that now it's big, messy cloud and you can't find like the rails to grab on? You know, don't just like no more question marks or at least the minimum question marks needed to have a sound, solid, long-term strategy. And no more guessing, no more magic tricks. Do you have also those technical limitations and marketing priorities that just kill your SEO? Just don't know how to figure it out. Website is a mess and you're trying your best, but, ah, uh, and also are you tired to hear like the, it depends, you know, favorite answers from an SEO if you ask a question. Yeah, sure. It depends. Are you an algorithm chaser? You go from Google update to Google update and trying to still find a little trick that's going to make a, everything work for you I'm not gonna trap you into sales funnel you're not gonna give out your email to receive a bunch of free stuff and then we uh you end up buying some course no this is 100 free no plug no promo code no nothing i've done it before i've done it in 2012 but it was in french i gave it all out and i'm doing it again today in english so yes, it's a big day because it changed everything for me and I hope it's going to change everything for you. Before we get into the real like action plan, first we're going to go from the why, then the how, and finally the what. So I'm going to need about 15-20 minutes to explain the context, then we're going to get into the action plan. Plant action plan and wait here for a while but yes i need to explain everything from a to z the whole system i'm not selling anything if i was gonna sell something i would tell you but today no i take the opposite approach no strings attached because i believe that if i can deliver 
it will come back to me one way or another first i want to prove to you that what i say makes sense i want to prove to you that my strategy works and if you have the great idea to apply it and you see results then yes afterwards maybe we'll do some business i've always been a giver without asking anything back it's served me well since uh, content creator keynote speaker seo consultant by day search engine hacker by night since 2004 and i started doing marketing branding pr communication in 1994 so yeah i'm an old dog i'm an og i've been there for a while and i've seen a bunch <laughs> i got a couple of things i can teach you i think so please sit down relax listen understand and apply let me prove that i talk the walk and walk the talk then can tell you how to seduce google and pretty much any algorithm because we're going to build a whole wall and google seo is just one brick of that wall we will go beyond google seo and what we're going to do is we're going to build a strong seo layer based on semantics seo that's my specialty and we're going to integrate that within a global content marketing strategy my world my small world is search however my small world well it went beyond google at first a while ago yes it was simple it was one keyword one page a ctr click-through rate and money simple 100 percent google now it's all over us so if people search i want to be there i want you to be there wherever they are whatever they are doing if there's an intent there's a possibility for you to help out and there's an opportunity for you to end up making a sale but we gotta be smart about it it's it's a noisy world it's a crowded world out there and we have to fight for the attention and especially i like to fight for what's called undervalued attention so hang on let me explain you a couple of minutes but let me finish the uh the introduction because we're gonna focus on algorithms we're gonna focus on seducing google algorithms facebook youtube linkedin twitter whatever it is wherever they search yeah on twitch or tiktok eh, not so much search but it might be part of my brick might be a brick in the wall so now you're gonna give google what it wants you're gonna know how and what to feed the beast but i'm gonna leave it up to you to be good at content if all you can do is create google text you know food for search engine well i've been there done it i can't blame you if you can make a piece of content that's going to win the pulitzer prize well all the better but we enter a territory where it's just a matter of opinions and i won't get into that i'll let you be the best at what you can produce i'll leave it up to you 
that's one of the question marks left are you good enough are you creative enough can you do the job beyond just uh, seducing algorithms you have real people reading your stuff watching your videos looking at your pictures that's the only question mark that I'm not going to resolve today. The only challenge you have is it's a long video in YouTube terms, but it's very short for me. What I'm going to lay out for you for free going to take about two hours. I usually do it in 15 to 20 hours. If I really want to be quick, I can do it in 10. But uh, yeah, for my students and my clients, it takes a few weeks. So listen again and again and again. Every time you're going to hear again this video, you're going to understand something different, something more. You're going to level up. Because some of the sentences I'm going to pull out, behind it, there's a whole world opening up. Uh, but yeah, I'm not keeping anything for myself, I swear. I'm going to tell you everything. It's just going to go. <laughs> it's fully packed. And, and we're going to go fast. We have a lot to cover. Some of you are listening on the audio podcast. And I want to make sure this is a huge challenge for me. I want to make sure that everyone understands, especially you who is listening in the audio version of this uh, podcast. So I'm going to limit what I show on screen. And whatever I show on screen, I'm going to make sure I describe it well enough for you to understand. Also, I'm going to throw out some keywords, some concepts, some ideas that you're going to have to search for yourself on your own. I can't, I don't have the time with my clients and my students. Yeah, I'm going into details, but I will say it. I will say, okay, this is a, a new concept that you might know or not. Go dig, go search educate yourself about that to level up we're definitely going to go from a to z step one step two 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 about 10 steps i believe in the power of checklist i have my secret notebook here and how do you solve complex problems well you break it down into simple steps step one step two step three simple you want to reach your goal. You want to achieve something. You have to go from that goal. What do I want to achieve? I want to be first on Google. Okay, that's my goal. I reverse engineer all the steps leading to that. First on reverse. Until you can analyze your current state, where you are at today. And then you go back. You move forward. Moving towards that goal. And you'll see that. Uh, yes, it's about SEO, but you understand very quickly why everything around SEO is also as important as SEO. Nobody owes you anything. It's a very noisy world. People are very busy. They are bombarded by messages all day, all night. And you get a breakthrough. You get to break through the noise. Getting attention from people is the name of the game. That's what you are. You deal attention. Furthermore, I like the game of undervalued attention. And on the web, 
everybody is going to focus on the bottom part. Everybody is fighting at the same spot where there is conversion, sales, and it's binary. Buy or leave. Buy or leave. And that's only 10% of the information funnel. 60% of the information funnel is information, research, you can uh, recognize the need and you educate yourself about something. Then that's the first layer of the pyramid. It's a reverse pyramid, you know, pointing down. So the first layer, 60%. Second layer, 30% of the time is spent on consideration. You evaluate, you compare. And then only 10% of the time is spent on buying and sticking on with the brand. Uh, you can go check out the 2011 study ZMOT by Google, ZMOT, and you'll understand that uh, the last part is strongly based on emotion. So some pretend to navigate throughout the 90% of undervalued attention, but because they call this pyramid, this reverse pyramid, the information, sorry, the conversion funnel, well, they always want try to sell. If you take it as the information funnel, it puts everything in the right place. It's a different mindset. You're not going to be about selling, selling, selling. You're going to understand that you have to be there to help out. You have to be there for the, to help out the person when they are gathering information. It's not time to sell. When they are evaluating, it's not time to sell, but you still have to be there. So this pyramid of 60% information, 30% consideration, 10% conversion, that's what it's all about. That's what we're going to do. And then, yeah, at the bottom, the 10%, that's where we get into what I call the conversion funnel. And that's another game. But first, let me explain how it all started. In 2004, I finished third at a SEO contest. So what does that mean? They give you a silly keyword and you have a few months, it was three months, to rank first to win the, the contest. I finished third. I didn't win, but I figured out Google. I spent 20 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to figure out how and what to feed the beast. And I got it. I figured it out back then, and then I evolved. I, I, I see that today, the game is here, on the smartphone, on the, on the mobile device. That's what it all, it's all about. And I still hear SEOs making big plans, giving big lessons about Google desktop version. I'm not saying Google desktop version is, is, is dead. I'm just saying that's only part of the solution. And, and what about YouTube? And what about the mobile? And what about Reddit? And what about 
TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. It all matters. It's all part of that ecosystem of that customer journey. It's going to take a bunch of weeks and that person is going to see your content 37 times from 15 different pipelines. And then at the end, if you did a good job, yes, you're going to make a sell. In 2004, when I uh, finished that SEO contest, I was speaking to my friend uh, TJ, Sim64, for those in the nose. Well, I was very proud of my backlinks. And I think I had like a page rank seven or eight, and I was showing, showing him all those crazy spots that I found to... Uh, to get some page rank juice. And he was like, yeah, man, your backlinks are cool, but everybody's got cool backlinks. However, all the content you build and how you linked it, that's interesting. Remember, a link is a link. And that stuck with me. A link is a link. From 2004 to 2007, I worked on the, on the strategy. Like I said, I define the goal and I try to reverse engineer until where I was today to figure it out. 2007, I started to apply it with, to my own sites and to my clients and it worked. It worked very well. Then 2012, I released it for free to the world. Well, except it was in French. <laughs> so it's the French world. And since then, it's been a crazy ride. I mean, when I see where I started as far as tools, as far as knowledge, and where I'm at now, eight years later, wow, it's crazy. Uh, and I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to say that I waited that long to, to explain everything to you. But never too late. So, you know, let's go. If you want to search in French for Cocon Sémantique, C-O-C-O-N-S-E-M-A-N-T-I-Q-U-E, well, you'll get a sense of what I created. Some people translated it into Semantic Cocoon, but nah, it doesn't ring for me. It doesn't, I don't know, it's not doing it in English. So I picked topical mesh because in French, we don't have the word, the word topical. So I use the word semantic, but semantic might sound smart, but it, it's not really what I meant. Topical is exactly what I meant. Everything around the topic, everything that is in relation to the topic. And then, yeah, it's a big mesh. The idea of a cocoon is there is something alive, precious inside and around it. There's a very dense mesh. There's a very dense um, yeah, network. That's what it was. But I think the idea of a mesh uh, is easier to illustrate my thought. So topical mesh it is. Please pay attention. I'm not a guru. A guru will say my dope is the best and the rest is crap. I'm going to say, my dope is the best, but if you, are, if you got some good, good stuff, then good for you. I'm happy. All that matters is that, does it work or not? It's binary. Do you rank or not? Are you first or not? That's it. 
the truth is on the screen. Many people talk the walk, but there's nothing behind it. Yeah, this works for real. Uh, you and, and it's gonna make sense. You understand, you'll visualize why it makes sense and that's how you should do uh, the job and why it's gonna work without a doubt. We're gonna have only one question mark left and that's it. All the rest, yes, just mechanics. Just gotta pull some fuel in it and that's it. For the past you know, almost 17 years, I've witnessed so many SEO strategies that just relied on take a coin, flip it, and then heads or tails. Do you really want to leave the flip of a coin drive your SEO strategy? Because old school SEO, that's what it was about. Old school SEO is you build a page optimized for keyword. You can put just a bunch of text at the bottom of your product page or just build a whole landing page optimized for that keyword. And yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying sometimes it works, most of the times it doesn't, and it works less and less. Especially because old school SEO, when I started, it was just about repeating the keyword. If you want to rank on something, well, you put that keyword as many times as you can, everywhere you can on the source code, and hopefully uh, then you blast some backlinks and it's gonna work. Now, this whole topical, semantic, clustering, entity, SEO, search, uh, whatever, it's easy. I'm gonna make it simple for you to understand. Forget the theory. We're gonna, I'm used to explain it in plain words with easy examples to understand. It's all gonna make sense. Let's go, let's do it. What do you need? Take a piece of paper, a pen, you need the basics of SEO. I'm not gonna teach you how to do keyword research. I'm not gonna teach you what is page rank, what is a backlink. We're gonna get into a few uh, advanced concepts and uh, yeah, I'm, when, uh, I'm gonna bring up some new notions. I, I will tell you to, uh, to dig in on your, on your own. But the basics, just the fundamentals, that's it. Also, for sure, you gotta be prepared to work. I'm not saying you gotta work like crazy. I like to work smart. Less is more. We're gonna do less, but better. We're gonna be smart about it. Still, depending on your level of ambition, depending on your goals, and that's the only question mark remaining is do you have the means to reach your goal? Time and or money. If you got both, that's that's the best. And I'm not gonna plug anything. I'm, I'm gonna name a couple of tools, but yeah, I'm not here to sell anything. You can do it on your own, 100% free. What is that goal? What do we want to achieve? What I call the traffic in three third. And you got different notions here. Very simple. One third of your traffic should come from search engines. That's 
basic popularity, backlinks, page rank. The stronger you are, the more keywords you're going to reach. And the bigger the slice of um, organic search, mainly on Google, I guess. The search engine part is popularity, just basic popularity, page rank, backlinks. Second part is referring sites. That's the most difficult part. That's when you have to convince people to vote for you. You have to convince people to send you qualified traffic. And that might count or not for the page rank, for the you know, popularity part. Because if some influencer is going to send you tons of traffic from Twitter or Instagram, well, guess what? Uh, that link has a condom called the uh, rel nofollow. So meaning it's not going to transmit any page rank juice. Meaning it's not going to impact, might impact indirectly, but let's keep it simple. It's not going to impact your uh, portion of traffic coming from search engine. And the last part is direct traffic. That's authority. You build a brand, people are searching for your brand directly in the search engine or they are typing the brand, the name of your website directly in the address bar or just coming in from the bookmarks. That's the goal. If we reach that perfect pie of traffic in three thirds, I think that's the end of the road. I think once we get there, there's nothing behind it. We have a sound, stable, long-term strategy. It's all good. Then you got to work to maintain it. But that's that's your North Star. star. That's, that's the goal you want to reach. And uh, you have to reverse all the steps back to where you are at now and then go back again going forward, trying to reach that goal. So popularity, notoriety, authority. Popularity, notoriety, authority. Three levels of consciousness about what kind of traffic you want to get, how do you want to reach out, how do you want to grab the attention in order to deserve to be recognized, to deserve to be part of, well, this big, you know, territory that's called internet and the web in particular, how do you penetrate it? How do you, uh, how do you go about um, becoming famous on this uh, new territory? That's why if you're a SEO, you are a guide for your clients, or if you're learning SEO, well, you got to learn all the codes and you got to learn how that works. Um, all the ins and outs of what is the great strategy and the action plan required to break through, to get the intention. Before we get into the first step, imagine that what a messy internal structure, internal linking, could look like. If you go on the Instagram or Twitter account of SEO Conspiracy, well, you're going to see many visualizations. You're going to see 
crawls of websites that show how the page rank and the semantic rank or semantic juice is flowing throughout the site. And I can tell you just by looking at the crawl, at the visualization, what kind of website it is. I can see that the mega menu of e-commerce or I can see the effect of uh, the structure of a blog with the tags, categories, author pages, and all, all that stuff. And also the way the pages are not, uh, well, the size of the nodes are not balanced. It's it, This is the topic of mesh is building the perfect in infrastructure where, yes, you have those silos and the page rank is flowing well, the semantic juice is flowing well, who is in relation to what and why? That's the name of, of the game. Who is in relation to what and why? If you understand what goes behind this phrase, well, you can shut down the video and go do something more productive, but who is in relation to what and why? That's happening on the page, around the page within the site, and around the URL offsite as well. Same concept. And it's just not simple siloing, clustering, siloing, topical, semantic, whatever. No, you'll see, it's a lot more than that. It's not just a matter of putting next to another, uh, like a directory, you know, okay. Uh, no, no, it's based upon that principle. Yes, the topical page rank by Google used ODP, uh, the, the, the famous uh, directory, to understand who is in relation to what and why. And there's, there was a tab on the Google homepage with directory. And I believe that they were using that tab to understand what people were clicking on and how they were uh, associating things. I also believe that it was not scalable. That's why they, uh, they stopped it. But interesting, who is in relation to what and why? The first step, now we get to the first step. Now we get to work, for real. Oops, sorry. <laughs> uh, I let down my uh, couple of papers. So, we first have to understand who you're talking to and who are you. So you have different level of ambitions in the exercises that I'm going to give you. The first level is just understanding the buyer persona. Here's a keyword that you're going to need to investigate if you don't know how to build the buyer persona. Look it up. Customer journey, same thing. If you don't have a website, just imagine it. If you have a website, well, imagine it, but for real. <laughs> Be more practical. Use the data. But you got to know who you're talking to and use the Pareto principle. 80-20. 20% of your clients make up 80% of your income. 20% of the contacts in your address book on your phone make up 80% of your calls and so on. 
20% of the branches on a tree make up 80% of the flowers. And I, I will even go into an ultra <laughs> Pareto principle with saying that 5% of your pages will make up 65% and then second level of pages will have like the 15% that will make up the 20%. So now, of course, averages. If you follow the average, then you're just going to be average. But it's a starting point. And Pareto principle is... Uh, yeah, I believe in it. So don't go overboard. Don't build 20 buyer persona. There's a cool tool, uh, Extensio, X-T-E-N-S-I-O.com. The free version won't enable you to share or print or whatever, but yeah, it's a pretty cool tool to buy uh, buy a personalized and they also have a, a bunch of other cool tools uh, for businesses. So first question you can ask yourself is how are you going to help me? What are you doing for me? Sorry. It's not gonna ask, you're not going to ask yourself is your visitor, when it comes, or he or she lands on your page, that's the first question. How are you going to help me out? Second question is, who are you? Third question is, what are we doing now? That might seem obvious, but yeah, what do you want me to do? I'm on your page, uh, what's next? And then the last question, the most difficult, why you? Why should we uh, keep on uh, continuing the journey? So, buyer persona, customer journey, that's to figure out who you're talking to. Those four questions, if you are good, if you're on a challenge, well, on any important page, those famous 5 to 20% of the pages, try to answer them in less than 5 seconds. It's possible. My clients, my students, I do it. You can do it. Five seconds to answer. How are you going to help me? Who are you? What are we doing now? And why you? The more you immerse yourself into the buyer persona, the more you prepare that phase, and the more you're going to be able to be good at the next step. But then, who are you? So I tell my clients and my students, you got to explain what's your story pour down your heart and your guts not like i created my company in 2007 and blah blah I had my first no what are your values what are you here for go from the why to the how and then the what what and if it's just to make money you gotta say it okay if you're doing this just for the money that has to be stated it's important i'm not judging but we got to know what's up. And don't lie to yourself. Don't pretend that you want to do something, that you're about something, and then it's not going to show up online. That's the worst case scenario that I see with these exercises. When I read something terrific, and I'm like, ah, this sounds too good to be true. I bet that if I go on the website, I'm going to have no indication of the storytelling of all that stuff, of how uh, the empathy is, is felt and, and so on. So what's your story? Then keywords, but not 
SEO keywords, a bunch of words that represent who you are, your values, what, uh, what are you doing in there? Why are you doing this? Then uh, I get into a, an exercise where you have to describe your brand in a very informal manner. So you just gotta unleash and play with your baseline or description of your brand and try to get loose. Uh, this exercise uh, always or very often finds some gems in there, some very cool things that we can build upon. Third question, what are we doing now? Take a page, again, try to answer those four questions in five seconds and analyze, okay, what are we doing now? What do you want me to click? Um, and if you have different intents, different options to where to click, well, which one is the, the main one? And the last one, last question is why you? There to help you out is a big question. What would happen if uh, you didn't exist? How do you change the world? Yeah. That's a corny question, sure. And the answer is gonna depend on uh, what you're here to do. You don't have to change the world, but maybe you wanna change your world, okay? And how your world integrates into the whole scheme of things, that's a very interesting dis discussion, but start with your world. Then pick uh, a few famous um, characters, they don't have to be real, who can represent your brand, not influencers, no sponsoring. For example, um, an architect, let's say Mozart, okay, the guy is dead, long time ago, so you can't, you can't, spon you can't sponsor him. Uh, for a, maybe... Um, Let's find another example for a startup, let's say Indiana Jones. Okay, that's a fictional character. So try to pick some well-known, dead or alive, fictional or real people who can, so you can easily um, analyze, easily imagine what is your brand about because of the relations the, the way we perceive those, those, those characters. And then another keyword for you, unique value proposi proposition or unique selling proposition. What makes you special? Why do you deserve to be special? Why do you deserve people to pay attention to what you do? Remember that you are the idea. If you just copy the leader of in the industry, if just if you just follow the trend, if you've just tried to please everyone and have this tasteless uh, message, the content, the design, everything, you can't you don't stand out, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work to try to please everyone. You gotta talk. To your buyer persona first. You're not going to solve the rest of the world. You're not going to let down everybody else. But 
you're going to talk to your main target first and you're going to talk to that person perfectly. Everything counts. The colors of your website, uh, if it's modern, old school, the tone of your content, everything counts. So yeah, if you find your unique value proposition, and that's a big task. It, it goes way beyond the scope of, of uh, this, um, this podcast. So yeah, some brands paid millions uh, and they never figured out why, because they started with the what, then they figured out the how, and eventually they start thinking about the why. The great brands uh, started with the why, then the how, and then the what. Uh, some dude called Simon Sinek made this why thing famous, but like me, topic commerce, I didn't invent anything. I just made it simple for you. And that guy did the same thing with the, the concept of the why. Uh, so check it out if you if you don't know what I'm talking about. Ah, I'm getting thirsty here. So yeah, what's next? Remember that for phase two, you need to be well prepared. You need to be in your in your head, in the head of your buyer persona. You gotta forget who you are. You don't have a website. You are not you. You are that person you define on the buyer persona um, sheet. And you're gonna build what's called the mind map. So you don't need to use a mind mapping tool. You can totally use a pen or paper, but if you've never used a mind mapping tool, it's pretty cool. But I've seen it on you know, whiteboards, paper, whatever, it all works. And you want to start at the center with the benefit, not with what you're selling. Go beyond the product or the service. What are you really selling? Okay, let's take the example that I want to learn how to speak French. Okay, it's not I want to buy a cool mobile app. Let's pretend you, you, you're selling a mobile app, okay, to learn French. Well, at the center, if you are into the buyer persona's uh, brain, you're not going to ask yourself, hey, I just want to buy this, I uh, just want to pay for this incredible mobile app to learn French fast. No. You got to explore the whole journey. Remember the information, fu information funnel? 60% of the time is spent searching, gathering information. 30% of the time is spent considering, evaluating, considering, comparing, and only 10% of the time is spent on acquisition. So I could say that I have two options. I want to speak French to the target, the query is how to learn French fast. And I have two options. I'm going to go for paid courses or self-taught. Paid courses, yeah, uh, in real life, by phone, by mail, like paper, mail, okay, old school, or the internet. If I want to uh, learn by myself, then 
I could go traveling abroad. I could uh, find a friend or lover. French lovers, you know, they do it better. <laughs> uh, can read books, can watch TV, movies, you know, with subtitles, and that might help. I got to explore the whole journey from a buyer personal perspective. And you get to build a huge mind map, explore everything, no censorship. You're not going to bleed. You're not going to spend any money. It's just a nod on the mind mapping tool or a bubble on a piece of paper on a whiteboard. Don't censor yourself. Go wild all the way. The bigger, the better. Yeah, because volume is important. Remember that each nod is a page and each page has a potential to build some links to do the job. So now, if we go a little deeper into the, into the journey, then, yeah, self-taught, internet, uh, I want to learn English fast, and, yeah, I can then encounter mobile apps. I see um, like a review of different mobile apps and I'm going to pick yours. And that might be seven, eight, 27 level deeps down in the mind map, in the journey. It doesn't matter. We'll take care of it. Just right now, build it from an organic perspective. Don't think from a seller's perspective, think from the perspective of the demand from your target, from your potential customer. And the more you're going to get into that persona, the better it's going to be. Don't put all your keywords type of pages close to the center. No, no, no. We'll take care of that later. That's the most challenging for many people. First, trying to find what they are really selling behind the product or the service. I know, for example, um, I like the example of a, of a client who his business is about um, rental, holidays, uh, vacation rentals, right? On the, um, the Spanish Costa Brava. So is he really selling rentals for the summer? Nice house with a pool on the, the seashore? Well, after digging in, we figured out, no, what he's selling is a moment for the family or friends to get together in this fast-paced crazy life well we need to we need a break we need that moment of peace it's more than just holidays it's uh, it's a time to bond to get back together it's a very precious time that he, what he's selling beyond the product of the service or the service. Features tell, benefits sell. Find out what you're real selling. That's maybe the most challenging for, for some of you. And second, yeah, 
forget who you are. If you keep on grabbing on, yeah, I want to buy, I want to, uh, sorry, I want to sell, I want to sell, I want to sell, it's not going to work. Just hold on. Just follow, follow the steps. First step, you got to think from the buyer's perspective and go beyond just the act of buying. Go beyond that last 10% of the information funnel. Step three is what I call the gray area analysis. So what it comes down to is you build a spreadsheet where you're going to have column one is the URL, URL, okay? The page. Just copy and paste the exact URL. And if that page is ranking for several keywords, just build another line. Column two is going to be the title tag. Just copy and paste exactly what is inside the title tag. Column three is going to be the ranking. What position are you in right now? And the gray area for me is where your website ranks between number four and number 20 or even 30. Um, that's what I call the gray area. Because if you're not in the top three, well, you didn't do the job. You got to be in the top three. And if you want to think about the mobile, Google mobile, yeah, that's only the first one. There is no spot for second on mobile. So that's even more difficult. But yeah, let's uh, keep it simple for now. So what is your ranking? Then you're going to need a column with the difficulty level. And that's a very important one because I'm going to tell you a little bit later on about how to smell the SERP, what does Google has versus what does Google want. But you also need to get a feel about, is it going to be difficult or not? Am I going to have to throw a lot of assets? Um, do I need to spend a lot of time and or money to, uh, to achieve my goals? And you get a lot of tools that offer the keyword difficulty score or whatever. You could do like a 25 column spreadsheet and cross down data and all this. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to give you one very simple trick. Go into Google and use, you can use two different operators, all in title and in title. Okay. Because if we take it from the basics of SEO, first SEO lesson is put the keyword in the title tag. Therefore, if a page doesn't have the keyword in the title tag, in my opinion, it's not a competition. It's not part of the competition. So we're going to sort out. We're going to exclude all the pages that don't have the keyword in the title tag with the all in title. And the problem is that those operators are only used by SEOs. So Google is sometimes pulling some out. All in title still works, but if you see it bugging out, you also, and you can compare both in title or in all in title. 
keywords. And then with that result, with all in title, if you get below 5,000 results, it's low competition. Between five to 10,000 results, it's medium competition. And above 10,000, well, that's high competition. With in title, which is a little broader, below 10,000 results, it's low competition. Between 10 to 100,000, it's medium. And above 100,000, it's high competition. Make sense? So that's very quick. It's just going to give you like a very quick, quick screenshot or is it more or less difficult to uh, do I have, am I going to have to push more or less uh, to achieve my goals? And again, feel free to use all the keywords, difficulty scores you want. That's the ones I've been using for over, over 15 years and uh, served me good. It works. If Google pulls them out one day, I'll be sad, but hey, that's the way it goes. A good SEO never gives up. Never gives up. We need. We adapt. We can. Uh, we can survive a, a pandemic, a nuclear war, whatever. We we'll always survive. That's what a good SEO is made of. Okay. So, once you do this analysis, oh yeah, forgot. Last column is, um, no, next column is, before last, is the keywords you want to rank for. Important, okay? You got to put down the keywords. And the last column is, if the page has technical limitations and marketing priorities, that could be blocking factors for SEO. For example, if it's homepage, well, you got to put down that it's a homepage because a homepage has strong technical limitations and strong marketing priorities that can totally block out what we can do or what we want to do with SEO. If it's a contact page, if it's um, the root category, a form, whatever it is, okay, if, if anything that could limit the SEO optimization, you got to write it down. So now you're going to use that file letter to evaluate what do I do? Okay, um, 17th on uh, Google for a good keyword. And <laughs> remember that middle of page two is what we say where Google buries the, the dead bodies. I sometimes prefer to come from like position 100 than move from 15 to uh, to top three because you are not bad enough to be blown away, uh, but still you're not good enough to be on first page. And honestly, on any keyword, it, it's not that hard to uh, to reach first page. I mean, some keywords is going to take a lot more resources, again, time and or money, but yeah, it's totally doable. And the closer you get to the first spot, the harder it gets. That's uh, the name of the game. Sorry, I got to take a sip. I'm getting thirsty here. So later on in the strategy, you're going to use that file and you got three options. First option is my page is good. 
it's perfect. It answers the intent. It's well optimized. Remember, you only have two levers, on page and links. Okay, you got the page. How well does it, uh, well, corresponds to how the algorithms understand if it's relevant or not. We'll get into that in a couple of minutes. And also, uh, well, do people like it? That's also a, a good signal. You know, if, if it's just uh, in the introduction. Remember when I said, I'm going to leave you the judge of uh, how good you are, how creative you are, if you just can publish food for search engines or if you can uh, publish something that's uh, worthwhile. Well, that's when it comes to analyze that that page, is that page doing the job? Are we touching it or not? If it's perfect, well, all you got to do is links. How do you do links? With the topical mesh, with the internal linking or backlinks. Option two, that page can be improved. There is some potential there, but the intent is kind of awkward and, and yeah, the optimization is silly. It's old school. There's this big block of Google text. Yeah, I want to improve it. Or option three is I want to eliminate that page. And it doesn't have to be physically eliminated from the server. It could just be, okay, I'm going to build a new page and I'm going to go battle uh, for uh, that keyword with a, a new page. And that might depend also on your analysis of the smell of the SERP. More on that in a few minutes. First, you got to go back to the mind map and you got to finalize it. So you, my, my mind maps have a um, full of little icons, emoticons, data, there's everything when I want to bring back the offer on the demand. Meaning, we build an organic mind map the way a buyer persona will um, think about the journey, you know, we will describe the journey into the information funnel. So now you're going to bring back your keywords and you're going to tweak around the mind map to adapt the offer upon the demand. You might have to build new branches. You might have to, but still don't try to bring everything important to you close to the center. If your most important pages are 17 levels deep, deep leave it there. We're going to take care of it. Don't worry. It's part of the plan. But from an organic perspective, from who is in relation to what and why, well, if your most important page, your money-making page is 17 levels deep because that's the way the content is organized, leave it there. We're going to take care of it. It's also time to bring interlinking into action, meaning between the silos, you can build links. Extreme siloing is good. But in my, in my experience, extreme siloing is very interesting if you have thin content. What I call thin content doesn't have to do anything with the size of the content. It's just that your content is very, very similar 
to everybody else above you. If you are 107 on a, on a keyword and 106 uh, pages right before you, I pretty much the same than you. Well, that's what I call thin content. And especially if you are product pages, leads, classified, all that stuff, thin content. Doesn't mean it has no value. It's not what I call zombie pages, but still not great content, right? Not the evergreen information. Topic mesh is based on strong, high value, evergreen type of content. No news, no blogs, no, no, nothing, no none of that. So if you got thin content, doing an extreme siloing, so really like juice proof, no leaks uh, into the silos, well, that might make a difference with the others. But if you understand the reasonable surfer, if you understand the topical page rank, n-grams, tfedf, salton cosinus, all those algorithms, you're going to understand that if your content is rich, if you got high level, deep, very strong page, well, Google is able to sort out the block of content and the links within the content and the menus and all that stuff. Those links count less. And I use that very precisely. I use links within content or lists, links in the list or in the menu or at the bottom of the page for different purposes. I believe that the, the position of the link within the source code is a factor. It's important. It counts, especially what comes before and after the link. You need to give it context. You uh, need to, um, well, again, <laughs> I was going to spoil my next, <laughs> uh, in a couple of steps, I'm going to explain to you and you, you understand why you, you need to put uh, context uh, before and after the link. So first, sorry about that. Let's move on. <laughs> you need to put on, on this uh, each node, you also need to put the exact query you are targeting and not all the nodes might target a keyword. You also need to put that difficulty level, okay? Low competition, middle or high. You also need to put if that page is uh, existing on your website, if it's going be, uh, if it's option one, I leave it as is. Option two, I want to improve it. Or option three, uh, I want to eliminate it. I want to build a new page. You get to put all the indicators in this document that it's your roadmap for victory. The goal is if you're able to put down, hold on one second. If you're able to draw the map, the mind map and make it look like your website. Okay. The, if, if, the internal linking you build on your mind mapping tool looks like the crawl of your website, you win the game. That's what you need to do. If you're able to do that, well, you figured everything else. You, you, you won, okay? And the issue here is 
even if you are not able to go as extreme siloing, building something crazy intense as far as the topical mesh with uh, silos that don't leak with the size of the, the, the flow of the page rank and the semantic juice that just perfect. Um, that's awesome. But most of the time, it won't happen that way. Just by trying to reach that goal, you're going to win. Even if you got some leaks, even if it's not flowing perfectly, just trying to reach that goal will make you win. Trust me, it works. One word about the, the links between the silos. Who is in relation to what and why is more important than siloing. So if you got cross-link between silos and that makes sense, build them, please. However, if you got too many links between different silos, that could be a warning. Maybe you need to merge them. Maybe you need to subdivide or reshape them. But too many links between different silos, that's a red flag. Also, what's another red flag is if I see too many branches coming out of each node, starting with the central, the middle, the core, right? I don't want to see more than five branches coming out of that. More than five means that you are starting to become flat, flat architecture, like, like a mega menu, like, like a blog, uh, a blog uh, in the image I give is you have a, a, like a pearl necklace, you know, you put pearls on top of one another. That's, that's blogging. No, we don't do that. Everything, every page is in the right place has a purpose and we want to get, go deep. We want to build a pyramid of content. We want to build a pyramid of content that goes deep and not wide, deep. And that pyramid doesn't have to be even. You could have silos way stronger, way bigger than others. That's not the point. It doesn't matter. Just make it big, make it wide. Uh, sorry. North flat, deep and wide, going in. It's a, it's a pyramid of content. This time the pyramid is pointing upwards and, and you want to avoid going too flat. Well, if at one point there's 100 branches coming out of one node and it makes sense, well, yeah, I agree. If it makes sense, sure, why not? Most of the time, 99.99999% of the time, it could be subdivised, merged or reshaped in some kind of form to make it go deeper. And you can totally create hubs that uh, don't have any value for SEO. They are just there to, to make, the, you know, make the page rank a semantic juice flow well. It's like a crank, you know, it just makes everything and you put some oil, so everything is flowing. Very important is you're going to put a number next to the page. Each page is going to have a number from at least one to four. You could go deeper than that, but pages with a one, it's from a... 
classification of uh, commercial ambition. So one is usually about 5% of your site. It's the top pages, the ones that make all your money. The rest of the strategy, everything else is at the service of these 5% of less pages that make all the business. That's going to equal to 65, 70% of your income. Remember the Pareto principle. And then if there's a two, as the remaining 50%, five per 15 equals 20. I can't count <laughs> 15 plus five, but not much more than that. <laughs> and then, um, so you have one is most important pages. The rest, everything else is at the service of those pages with the two still SEO ambition money but to a lesser extent because the investment on the pages with a one is no limit some of my clients spend 15 20,000 euros on, on one page I mean if you want to do photo shoot videos copywriting oh that's another word you need to check out if you don't know about copywriting um, copywriter is a a seller with a typewriter how to sell with words so yeah one is a precious one of the most important everything else is about making those pages rank first with the two still some value but not as much and it could change okay number three is it has some seo value but not commercial okay Remember the information funnel? 90% of your content is not there to sell. 90%. If you are not ready to make that sacrifice, well, this is not for you. It won't work. Go back to the old school landing page, one page optimized for keyword, and throw punching backlinks, 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 until you rank, and you derank because you push too hard. So we got to try to do less is more. We try to be smarter, which means that we need to go through the internal, the information tunnel in a in a smart way, and we need to be able to sacrifice ninety percent of the content to help out, to help out people who search. To help out people who compare who evaluate and then we'll get into the 10 percent if you are not ready to build to publish to create 90 percent nine pages out of out of ten have nothing to do with selling okay has to do with helping once you understand that once you agree to do that you are on the way to victory if it's still not right, if you're still focused on I want my product page to, to rank and I don't want to build content or you fake it. Yeah, I open up a blog and I publish some news. No, uh, that's not real content strategy. High value information, evergreen, doesn't expire, news expire. I don't do news. I don't do blogging. I don't do community management. I do search. And again, if you are helping out that the person throughout the entire information funnel, don't you think that when you come down to 
I have a tremendous advantage over those who are just about, hey, buy or F off. Okay, because that's what e-commerce is all about. Buy or F off. That's it. No second choice. I give a lot. I have two, three, four levels of call to actions when, when I try to uh, engage. Okay, I engage. I don't try to say buy, 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 buy or leave. You have different options. Try to be a little more smart, smarter. Try to to put yourself in the head of of your buyer persona. It's gonna work out. It's not that you did the reverse. Is that you um, didn't know or the people who helped you out? I don't know. Again, I'm no genius. I've just been doing this for so long that um, makes sense for me. I hope it does for you. So yeah, number three and four. Number three, uh, SEO ambition, but not commercial. Number four is no SEO ambition. Those pages could be free or cost very little and you want volume. No spam indexing, no... Yeah, you could have... Um, number four is, for example, I like uh, an image, okay? You have an image or embed of a video and you describe 300, 500 words uh, to describe what's, uh, what's in the image and um, that's a cool page. That's a uh, number four page. It's not meant to rank on anything. It's not going to uh, impress anyone, but it's a page and a page builds links and links improve your ranking push the other pages everybody is in the right place doing something very specific okay each page has a role to play in the whole structure one they just rank two and three they rank some commercial some non commercial but they play a big role in the whole uh, internal linking strategy and four they just build links volume matters you always have want to have some leftover it's just brainstorming it's just a mind map so build hundreds and hundreds and thousands of nodes if you just want to test the water yeah what most people do they're going to build 30 pages they're going to put it out and if you're convinced that it works then invest more but of course with 30 pages don't pretend that you're going to rank first on PD loans or, or uh, women's shoes, okay? Uh, do something, again, low composition, less than 10,000 or 100,000 with a all entitled or entitled uh, operator on Google. In a few minutes, I'm going to tell you about the smell of the SERP and why it's a bad idea to rank your product page if all the other ones right before you have exactly the same signal but first let's talk about internal linking and my system of siloing um, is no i mean it's easy you got a main page we'll call it the mother it doesn't have to be the home page like i told you i don't like the home page too much because uh, too much technical limitations and marketing uh, priorities that are going to, well, kill the SEO ambition. Too difficult. So it doesn't have to be the homepage. The mother is linking to 
two different silos, sound A and B, and links are going back and forth between the sons and the mother, and also the brothers are linked together. Then we have the grandson AA and the grandson AB, grandson BC, BB, BA. Okay, silo A, silo B. Grandsons are linking back and forth to the son. Grandsons are linked together, but grandsons don't link to the mothers. Okay, just one level deep. And each link has different type of power. The link between uh, the grandsons or the brothers I use weak links. I, I use links in the form of list at the end of the content to notify. It's just for Google to know who is in relation to what. It's not to push the page. The links that go down from mother to son, from son to grandson, they have medium power. And then the links that go back up the hierarchy, those of the strongest power, because they are positioned at the top of the content, within the content. The link that goes back up is the more important. You got to put that at the beginning of your content and within the text, not on the sidebar, not um, uh, menu links or anything like that, inside the content. And the first link matter. If you got several uh, links pointing to the same page, only the first one in the source code counts. So be careful about that. The internal linking, usually, it's easy. Nobody gets it wrong. Uh, well, actually, no, true, not true. I just corrected the uh, exercises by uh, some students and I wasn't respectful of uh, my uh, way of doing things. But who cares? All that matters is, does it work or not? My system works. This is the main like your, your, you know, your main rail. And then you can branch out. And like I said before, in the mind map, you're going to cross links and all. But the basic siloing works. Uh, could be called topical clustering, siloing, semantic, whatever. I call it the topical mesh. Because the topical mesh, well, I had to, I had to start with something to give a general, broad uh, recommendation that works most of the time. So the structure, the, the way the pages are linked, that's the easy part. That's not hard to understand. Um, the hardest part is the, um, the smell of the syrup. And, and we're getting to that very quickly. But first, if you notice, we went from the global, the mind map, the big strategy. Step two, we see how the pages are linked together. And step three, the last is what, which is actually our step seven, but in, in that from broad to specific, it's the last part, which is the page in itself. And if you understand this whole like semantic SEO thing, very easy. Let's play the mystery word game. So, I have a card with a mystery word, and I have to make you guess that mystery word. TV shows, 
board games uh, 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 use this concept. Old school SEO, you repeat the keyword as many times as you can until you stuff the page everywhere with this uh, this keyword and you repeat it, you repeat it, and you repeat it. But if I tell you Jaguar, what am I talking about? The car, the animal. I repeat 200 times Jaguar. No context. It used to work. Well, you would rank on the animal, the car, and uh, big mess. That was old school Google. Now, Google is able to understand for example, uh, I like the example that, that my friend Christine used during our podcast when she said, uh, well, if you talk about Hulk, uh, Captain America, uh, Iron Man, uh, well, all those characters from the Marvel Universe um, world, and you might not mention Marvel at all, but Google will be able to guess that... Um, the entity, the main entity, the main topic is Marvel DC. Uh, that's the mystery word game. That's it. So do a test. Take a piece of content. Take a piece of your content. Take the first 500 words. Remove every instance of the keyword. Okay, you have the main query and you go remove every time you have the keywords in that make up the query. Can you still understand what is going on? Can you still understand what is the main topic? You just remove like a handful of words. That's it. And it doesn't make sense anymore. Do a test. Go to Wikipedia, take the introduction on any topic and play the mystery world game. Read it out loud. It's better. It, it makes more sense. And uh, replace the the topic, you know, of, of the page by mystery, for example, okay, the mystery word is a British car, um, luxury with, uh, uh, on the symbol of um, the, the car, the logo is an uh, animal from uh, the jungle, a predator, uh, and if I'm good, yeah, maybe you're gonna guess uh, Jaguar, the car, and not the animal. Even if I'm a little bit uh, confusing the, the search engine there because I spoke about the animal a little bit, you you should avoid that, actually. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, a little bit of a fail on, uh, on my part. If you understand the mystery world game, that's it. There's nothing else to understand. That's all. That's all. That's it. That you understood semantic SEO. That's going on. On the page, okay? You got to play the mystery word on the page. You have a good page if you describe the topic without saying the topic. Then you can spray a couple of times, two, three times, have my keywords, and that's it. I'm talking about the first block, okay? The, the first, like, 500 words. So if, if you want to believe in this... 2,000 word uh, nonsense, uh, it's a myth. Uh, check out um, the channel, SEO Conspiracy, the, the other video about the, the 2,000 word limit. Uh, it's bullshit, but whatever. But the beginning of your content needs to answer precisely the mystery world game, exactly like Wikipedia does it. 
examine, analyze how Wikipedia, maybe Wikipedia has a boost by Google, uh, who knows, but Wikipedia is doing a very good job at, at the mystery war game. The news uh, articles are not doing a very good job and you are probably not doing a good job or you could most likely doing a better job at it. If you understand the mystery war game, then on the page, well, guess what? The topical mesh, that's exactly the same thing. Around the page, we play the mystery word game. And that's why before I almost made a spoiler, you know, I almost spoiled my, my mystery word game because I was talking about the, uh, the insight, uh, the internal linking. Same thing. You get to play the mystery word game within your site. Who is in relation to what and why? Less is more. Instead of flipping a coin, you are sitting on a hidden treasure. Your internal linking is crap. It doesn't work. It's not efficient. Play the mystery world game on the page, around the page within the site. And guess what? Around the site, same thing. Same thing. Who is in relation to what and why? On the page, around the page within the site, and around the URL. Again, domain authority is also a myth. Uh, it's URL by URL. Um, the home page is just a nice page because it has a lot of page rank, because a lot of links are pointing to it. But don't believe in uh, everything you you read about SEO. And even don't believe anything I say right now. Tell me. Take what I say, use it, and proof is on the screen. Does it work or not? Figure it out. Before we get into the smell of the syrup, and we're almost done, you get a link, that topical mesh, to the rest of the website. And this is where it gets a little bit complicated because for a test, for you to realize, like to build a proof of concept or a sample of something that works, well, if you want to integrate the topical mesh in the existing site, and for example, it's e-commerce or blog, it's going to have a horrible internal linking structure. And unless you want to get into high level cloaking, cloaking is not a crime. Cloaking is not black hat. You can, if you don't touch one comma of the content, if you just touch the structure, it's perfectly safe. Again, cloaking is not a crime. Cloaking is forbidden by Google. It, well, it's not forbidden. It just violates the Google guidelines. Nobody's <laughs> preventing you from doing whatever you want. It's not illegal, okay? You won't go to jail if, if you're going to cloak your site. You might get penalized. So what? It's part of the, it's part of the game. But if you do... Uh, well, I was getting... <laughs> because of the black hat, but... It's another discussion for another day. Okay, let's agree that cloaking is also a white hat technique. It can be used very efficiently if you want to present one structure to one kind of user and another structure to another kind of user. The mobile version of a website is cloaking. AMP is cloaking. Forums, they are cloaking since 1997 when they present a lighter page to a search engine 
and to the user, the page with all the links everywhere. That's cloaking. In cloakingveritas.com. Check it out. It's my old code codes, all my old uh, cloaking codes that a student took over and he built the entire framework. It's open source. Don't be afraid. You can, uh, cloaking is the way to go if you want to get rid of all those mega menus and all that stuff and have a really nice, perfect structure just for the boats, just for Google Boat. It's allowed. It's actually recommended. You're going to help the search engine. What do you think? I mean, if you got a messy structure, um, if you're a Google boat, what, what do you prefer to visit? Like a, like a website that's just going to be a big mess. Okay. Uh, a website that's just going to have like links all over the place that just uh, everything is kind of linked together with mega menus and, and, and so on. Or you're going to prefer a structure with everything is in the right place who is in relation to what and why every page has a purpose everything is in order order put some order into your hidden treasure internal linking a link is a link you're wasting valuable assets by not using the topical mesh as your main strategy to rank really and we'll get into backlinks uh, right after that. Almost done. Almost done. I'm, uh, I'm on time. So, to keep it simple, if you're not going to go into clocking, if you're not going to change over the whole website, it just if you just want a proof of concept, or if you just want to prove to someone else that your idea is the right one, then open up a directory, I like directories better than subdomain. Whatever Google says, no, directories, the juice flows better. A subdomain is a new website. www is a different website, actually. It's a subdomain. So, so yeah, directory, call it info, guide, blog, even if you want. And then you're going to put the topical mesh inside there. You're going to install WordPress. WordPress by default is bad. It's a bad structure. It doesn't work but you can change it instead of using the post you use the pages and the pages you can link them freely exactly as you want if you use the post there is the date stamp and it doesn't work it's a mess the posts are not good you want to use the pages instead of the post and i got a, a couple of tools i got a couple of wordpress plugins to to help you with that uh, but like i said no plugs so yeah no promo code no sales pitch everything is on frenchtouchseo.com my plugins are called rank for win and bombix for wordpress but you also have uh, all my friends on there those are the first ones who raised the finger when i gave up for free my strategy and very talented developers came out with insane tools well way advanced on the rest of the world because we've been doing it for such a long time since 2012 those tools are in development and i started out with textalizer with an s.net check it out it's still relevant that tool but that's all i had and now I have rank for win. I can build a website in five minutes. The mind mapping tool, it's inside the plugin, the WordPress, WordPress plugin. I can, I can 
um, there's a role like assistant to help you uh, write down the content. But again, I'm not going to, I just get excited when I talk about my stuff. It doesn't matter. Uh, another day, I'll present it to you, uh, but it's not for today. You can totally do it. And I recommend you do it first by hand. A tool is just there to make your life easier. Even if I can build a website in five minutes with my uh, with my tool, with my plugin, um, struggle a little bit, understand the concept, do it by hand. And then if you understand the mystery world game, then you're going to understand how a semantic analysis tool is wrong or right, or is helping you out, or is telling you just a bunch of nonsense. You know how it works. You have 3,000, whatever it's called, inside your brain. Uh, you're much more than a tool. It has to make sense. When I started the Topic Mesh in 2004, seven, I had no tools. Now we have amazing tools, but don't be a button presser. Like the best years, they just press a button and I expect results. Don't be one of those. I might be an OG. I might be one of those who just figured everything out from scratch because there was nothing before <laughs> we had to figure it out people thought that was easy no that wasn't easy it's a different mindset when i couldn't go onto youtube and say oh how do i learn semantic seo how do i make money with uh drop shipping there was nothing before so we had to figure it out okay so if you open the wordpress inside a directory and you build your topical mesh you you build like 30 60 90 pages well linked and you you know uh, where you want to to what goal you want to reach and and you figure out the means uh, to to reach that goal more or less okay i'm gonna need to push a lot so do i need 3000 pages 330 that's depending on if it's uh, low, medium, or high competition. But less than 30 pages, you don't have a topical mesh. You got yeah, a bunch of pages, but I like to at least 30 pages. Backlinks, you can't... The frequency, the volume of backlinks, you get a chill. But pages inside, on-site, right? The, the, the links within your site, you don't have the, the limitations that we have with backlinks now. So you can publish 6,000, 60,000 pages at once. Why not? If it makes sense, if it's not spammy, yeah, you can, for sure. HTML sitemap. XML sitemaps don't work. They don't help your SEO. They don't do anything. They just help Google discover the page. Well, I believe that uh, HTML sitemap or in-links help you better discover or help Google will better discover than uh, you don't need the sitemap. Do a test. Publish 100 pages, no links between the pages, none. Just upload the pages on the server without any internal linking. Submit all the sitemaps you want, all of them. And call me if you get good results. On the other hand, build a topical mesh of 100 pages, no XML sitemaps, and watch what's going to happen. So the HTML sitemap, or at least you need the entry point. 
to your topical mesh. So the homepage is a good source of page ranks. So you want to put links on the homepage. But I also like to, to build a, a good old HTML sitemap link from every page in the footer. That page, that sitemap is important because that's the main juice you're going to bring to your topical mesh, meaning make it beautiful. Make it like you mean it. Make it like you want to show it to your mom, meaning do it by hand, okay? Don't just list all the URL. Context, uh, text, uh, before, after, okay? Again, mystery word, right? So so what comes before and after the, the, the link is important instead of just having a list of links. Yeah, put images, videos, headers, make it, make it nice. If it's automatic, well, build an XML file, okay? Uh, not the sitemap.xml by taking out the picture, the title, the date, the introduction, make it nice. Oh, this is an important page, the HTML sitemap. I might be old school, but it works. It served me good. Make it beautiful. Make it amazing enough to show you mom. Almost done. Now we're getting into the smell of the SERP. That's the most difficult of them all. And I only have questions. I don't have like a checklist of number one, you do this. No. It's just a, a mindset. And you got to spend thousands, tens of thousands of hours staring at those search engine result pages, figuring out what does Google want future and what does Google has present and past. All I know is what does Google want to go is type of query like Olympic Games, NFL, La Liga, or some COVID, whatever. You get to see that Christmas tree light up with the answers, knowledge graph, uh, position zero, uh, some news, videos, photos, social, encyclopedia, official sites, all that. Answering different intents. Then type women's shoes on sale and look up. It's going to be the first 100 results are all the same. All products and categories. And the fight there is just backlinks. The bigger you have it, the better you rank binary landing page and backlinks and they all have the same exact page same signal there's not one better than another so now the question i'm asking is you don't have the budget like the other ones but you want your precious product page to rank well sorry be smarter you have just be creative i've done it it works pages that present the product that explain how to use the product, that review the product, those pages sell very well. Those videos sell very well. If you're just too lazy and you want your product page to rank, sorry, my strategy is not for you. Just build backlinks. That's it. If you want to be smart, if you want to give people, if you want to give Google <laughs> and people what they want, because Google wants to answer different intense it, it's throwing up product pages it can't take anymore and you want to give it no no 
Be smarter. So now, how do you smell the syrup? Well, you look at everything. Everything is there. Google is trying to tell you something. It does, why are there any videos? Why aren't there any photos? Where's the knowledge graph? Where's the show? Where's the whole Christmas tree? Why is it missing? Well, now it's machine learning. It's RankBrain, it's Bird, Hummingbirds. The boss at Google, it's not like in the old days. Uh, now it's a robot, an algorithm trying to classify everything. Everything is, needs to be in the right place and it's doing a bad job right now. Everything with nuance, with finesse, it's dumbing out the, the information. So the May, the, uh, May 2020 core update was trying to bring back a little bit of granular, granularity into the, the results because it was too dry. So what does Google want? What does Google has? It's very, very interesting if you get into learning how to see. I take photos. A good photographer is able to see what normal people don't see. So learn how to be a good SEO by looking. Hey, Google is trying to tell you something you just can't understand. Exactly like a photographer is able to see the light, relations, relations of the shapes, composition and everything, the story. Uh, it's a reverse drawing. I used to, to draw and paint and then a photograph is an instant uh, drawing in one five hundredth of a second. So uh, I'm even I'm old school. Okay, no, no, no. Um, well, this is a real camera. This is the old school film camera, and I still love it. But if you learn to see what other people don't see, you have a real tremendous superpower. Okay, you got to work on that. Smell the syrup. I, I can't get into too much details uh, that could be like a whole series of that could be like a, yeah a whole series of video in, in themselves uh, it's a um, big challenge it's the most challenging skill you need to acquire but it's the most powerful trust me once you have it I get goosebumps just thinking about wow how much power you have once you understand what does Google want and stop feeding what Google has present or past now to end up like i said we build a strong seo layer based on really high level semantic seo but what i do today and i come from marketing branding background so it was easy for me to integrate the seo layer within a global content marketing strategy we're not going to do it like those who lose at SEO because it's just an add-on. They, they, they do the website, they do the whole thing, and then they put up the SEO on top of it like they can with little uh, resources, little money, little time, and it's all work. No, we have that strong SEO layer. Now, what we're going to do is produce a content calendar. So it's easy. Let's do an average content calendar. You got four columns, week one, week two, week three, 
week four and 12 lines january february until november and december so you got 52 spots 52 events 52 topics it could be very basic meaning you take topics from your topical mesh from your mind map and you spread them out that's the basic strategy uh, but you'll see that we're going to do some content marketing around it or you can level up and your content calendar can include dates like regular days if you want to do something around april fools if you want to do something for valentine's day or whatever dates of the calendar then dates of um your dates of your your industry you have uh, you are within the industry you have special events special uh, occasions you want to communicate uh, around that and you could also have content uh, to um for social media challenges ask me anything yeah content that's built for to become viral on social media so even though my main content calendar is about seo i'm building layers upon layers upon layers to achieve 364 pieces of content per year every day this is what i'm going to do with seo conspiracy study what i do look at the description in the videos look at how i dispatch the content how i can communicate on video images text and audio four formats of content text images video audio one topic equals dozens hundreds thousands of pieces of content you get a subdivide you you shoot a, a 20 minute video well make 15 to 1 minute clips and make as many as you can then uh take out the image like i do here and you get a podcast but make sure to respect the people listening if they don't figure out what you're saying because you're sh uh, sharing your screen it's not gonna work also images how do i make images with for example an interview well i do quotes uh, things uh, that are uh, not so stupid that we say during the discussion i build images with that and then text easy from the 280 characters tweet to the full transcription of the video uh, you get x uh, variations on, of the content and even if you do text now you got technology to build videos out of images and text go search text to video and you'll find tools that build videos out of text and images blows my mind it, it's crazy I, I built my whole strategy upon from a video i built the rest and now you got even possibilities to to build videos out of text it's, it's insane anyway that's the first phase creation of the content x variation not copy and paste no not one teaser then you're gonna push every day on every platform and you need to micro adjust the format of the video is different on twitter and instagram the way you tweet is different than the way you post on facebook okay and and so on so micro adjust on the distribution level that's phase two phase one you create numerous declination variation on those four 
uh, formats. And number two, distribute. All throughout the week, the pipelines, you can go on conversationprism.com to illustrate all those pipelines, all the web 2.0. So at 7 a.m. GMT, every Monday, we debunk one myth with Dixon Jones on this channel. That's on YouTube and on iTunes and all the, the other podcasting platforms. Then 703 could be a tweet, text tweet. Uh, 706 could be Instagram an image. And on Facebook could be a teaser video, like 30 seconds. And then 812 could be a teaser video on Twitter and, and uh, a text uh, with a video on Instagram and an image and text on Facebook and so on. And don't try to just copy and paste. Try to micro-adjust and spread it out uh, all throughout the week. And if you're good, 365 days a year, all year round, if you're bad, it's only once a month. So it's going to be 12 operations. Think about it as an event, not a piece of content, not a topic, an event. You get to build an entire event around that topic. And imagine that during the week, you flood the web, you flood the internet, you enter the conversation also. That's the next step. Next step is promotion. You got to promote the content. Use some alert. Google Alert sucks, but uh, but mention alerty or, or do it by hand. Search, okay. Use the search on YouTube and and so on to whenever the topic arises, whenever there's a conversation about the topic, enter it. But don't spam. Don't be silly like those people I see. Hey, can we be friends? Oh, excellent! I love your content. Please check out my profile. No, please pay attention to people. Look up the, watch the video, read the text, check out the image, and then put down the point of view. Try to be relevant. Try to enter the conversation. It's about them. Be generous. Don't do this stupid spam commenting thing. It's worthless. It just doesn't make you look good. It makes you look worthless and pitiful. So, but if you pay attention, if you're interesting, if you're relevant and you enter a conversation, well, guess what? Something is going to happen. It's going to come back to you. Promotion. First creation, distribution, promotion, analytics. You're going to analyze the results and then you rinse and you repeat, meaning you adjust upon what you saw on the, on the data. You got to base your decision on data. Data is power. If I, I hit the, oh, I think that. Oh, I think that Facebook is dead because my parents are not using Facebook anymore. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Oh, I think that YouTube doesn't work because I tried one video and I only got 12 views. Yeah, sure. Data. Data is power. Content marketing. I went very fast on that phase, but... Check it out. Try to understand the process of content marketing and really had to, to produce tons of content, build an event around the topic. And this is what you're going to do around SEO for SEO to work. But it's not only about SEO. It's about branding. Remember, my pie, authority, popularity, notoriety. That's when it comes into play. And if you don't do that, if you just do the SEO, the text version, 
Well, you'll never know. You'll never know. And that's in the past. That's in the past. And even within the, the search engine result page, as far as I know, you got text, you got images, you got videos, and you got even audio. Podcasts are showing up now. So the four formats are in Google. And if you only focus on Google SEO, why don't you do produce content in text, images, video, audio? I don't know, but I do. Here's the proof. Okay, we're going to finish up with the, the, the black hat. Out of all the great techniques of link building, and sure, I know, I've done it many times, building great content that deserves links. I know how to do it. Better than any Googler out there because they've never done it. Those who, who, who are the official voices of Google today, they've never built one build, they've never built one piece of content on their own that deserves link. Not only have done it once, but many, many times. So I know what it's like. But I'm not Teletubbies SEO. And I think you need to control one part of your links. So let's say that you go on a slow pace easy pace you're going to build once a week a website that you control it's not going to be obvious that it's your website you got to be smart about it you, and don't don't go into this pbn private blog network or public blog network thing my i'm on og so i call that a link wheel or, or a private link network has nothing to do with the PBN thing because that's that stupid blog. I, I don't like blogs, okay? Uh, again, you got to make a, a website. It could be just a five-page website, uh, but but it needs to... Um, are you proud enough that you can show it to your mom? Again, we go back to that. If you spend two hours, two to four hours a week building a tiny little website, and of course, you're not going to register it to your name, you're not going to... And you're going to make it natural. You're going to make a whole variation. I need to, I can only speak about it very quickly, but uh, I'm going to get back on, on, on this topic later on, on another day uh, because that's important. But on a slow pace of one website a week done by hand, no WordPress, even HTML, that's how I'd like to do things. They need to be pretty. They need to be relevant. And you need to build outbound links to different websites that are authorities in your in your industry. And then amongst those links, there's going to be a link towards your website and not always from the homepage to the homepage. Of course, you're going to use expired domains, but it doesn't prevent you from also linking the, that domain. So that's why it's a link wheel because you have different levels. Exactly. It's a continuation of the topical mesh offsite. On the site, the topical mesh or around the site is exactly the same thing, same concept. And the whole ecosystem around your website, you need to control one part. One website a week, you got 50 websites at the end of the year by hand. No script, no WordPress, no nothing, no blogs, no forums, no complicated website. Just, again, uh, it's bulletproof. Even if you get penalized, even if you 
if Google dares to send you that message into the search console, well, you can remove the link because it's different that if you went buying links or spamming links all over the place and you got to remove them or if you can just press a button and all the links are gone. And that, that network of website, you'll use, the, use it for something else. So don't worry, it's not wasted. But it's a whole difference if you just do that disavow file, I never used it, or if you really remove the, the links, what's the difference between getting back uh, out of the penalty in uh, manual penalty in one week or six months or never? Um, well, never, no. Usually they expire the penalties. So, but yeah, private link network, but do it nice, make it nice enough that you can show your mom. I'll leave it at that. Then that's it, guys. Do it, feed it to Google, and then Google is going to tell you if you're right or not. If you do it, good job. It's going to work. There's no way around it. My strategy works. It's proven. I have the background. I've been doing it for so long. So many people. It's hard for me to explain because... It all happened in France, it all happened in French. Uh, so I don't want to brag too much about it, but yeah, it's the number one strategy, SEO strategy in France. So, and we have the most amazing tools in the world um, because we started way before anybody else in the world. That's, that's why we're not smarter, but we're way ahead. So try it out, feed it to Google, then you need to adjust because that's also very important. The last phase is adjusting. Google telling you the, what it likes. And remember, you only have two levers, on-page and links. So regulate the on-page signal. If it's good, you have no more potential there. And it's about links. How do you build links? More pages on your topical mesh or backlinks and backlinks. Both. They work together. Links are links. And I like backlinks. I like in links. I like links. Links is life. Links is SEO. That's how you rank. Links, links, links. But because you can't push too hard with backlinks, you can push way harder with inlinks. So you almost have no limit inside with the topical mesh where you get a chill with the backlinks. So please exploit, utilize this hidden treasure instead of wasting it and build a proper topical mesh to rank. It works. Trust me, it works. So now, to end up, I'm finished. Uh, I wanted to talk about the tools, but like I said, uh, it's already a couple hours. Just go to frenchtouchseo.com. But as a reminder, 2005, I started with Textalizer, with an S, not the Z, .net. In 2005 and 2020, I have ranked for win.com with a four, the, the number. It's insane, really insane. Where do I come from and how we are today? I'm not saying that other tools are bad. Some might work, some might not, but the ones on frenchtouchseo.com, I recommend, I help develop, I can vouch for them.
or the other ones i don't know those ones they do the job for me and they were the first one to say yeah i believe in what you do so i'm coming on board i'm gonna do something great uh i don't have any financial uh interest uh only my two tools rank for win and bombing for wordpress um that's it that's my tools the other ones i'm just very happy to push them to present them to the world because um they were the first ones to uh to believe in uh, in what i say so thank you for listening uh i know it's a long one but in my opinion why is it the best solution to to rank first on google and to stay first on google and also to win the game on of undervalued attention okay throughout the information funnel it's a complicated world it's hard to break through the noise you need a solid strategy you need to do what is required you need to have the means in front of your your ambitions you want to play big with the big boys well you need time and or money but with the same with less time and money by working out smart you can coming through the window if you can't come in through the door that's my strategy that's how i do things has you always hard but it doesn't have to be this magic trick performed by some gurus that kind of scare you and yeah i won't lie depending on your ambitions it's work it's not sexy you gotta publish content you gotta build links and again and again and again uh, we can have fun all day long with black Hat seo if you want but that was not my purpose here so even if i threw in the little uh, private link network because i believe strongly that the private the link will not the pbn the link will my version of the link will the continuation of the topical mesh offsite again you gotta forgot to tell you that but who is in relation to what and why okay the, it's not just any websites around your, your website uh, similar or yeah mystery world game played all around and that's it okay did i put some down yes last advice last advice never give up the worst enemy of seo is not doing anything so yes of course some people say yeah okay i see the screenshot of analytics like going like that it's not because of the topical mesh it's just they publish content yeah right if they publish content they wouldn't see like an increase like this it would be more maybe like this or like this but not like this um so yeah yeah it works but great seos never give up i gave you the strategy to rank first on any kind of keyword even the biggest one you never dreamed of you just need the resources that's the only question mark do you have the means do you have the time and all the money but i showed you today everything can be done free of charge by hand no tools no investment that's how I did it back in the days with my 10 fingers and build links myself and brought down the pages and build the sites uh, no no CMS no WordPress nothing so okay never give up you won't bleed you won't even sweat it won't hurt I promise I swear test it out get back to me let's move forward thank you very much for taking the time to listen to what I have to say 
Now you know what to do. Merci. Au revoir.